Hi, I'm Paul Patrick, and I've never been pulled over by a cop for any kind of moving violation or anything, except for a time I got pulled over because I was driving a buddy's car, and they told him that if they saw him driving again, they were going to arrest him, and they thought that I was him. Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and my perfect pizza pie, extra cheese, bacon, and pepperoni. What is happening, everyone, and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you guys an insight into our lives through some personal stories on a variety of topics. Paul, how is it going? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I guess I'm puzzled. Bacon. 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 <laughs> I put is... bacons on my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That that's on your ideal pizza, really. Bacon, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh man. Bacon I, I, is, if I had to get rid of one of those or keep one of those three, it'd probably uh-huh. be, well. No, pepperoni pies are so good. Right. Yeah. See, when we did our pizza episode, yeah. I feel like I know I said that I only like bacon on a pizza if it's kind of a shitty pizza. Like if it's really good pizza, I feel like bacon kind of takes me in a weird direction. Oh, and I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. is a good point. But no, I guess I mean. How often do you eat really good pizza? Oh, only the best for me. I'm a oh, hipster, yeah? so, you know. Really? I'm only farm-to-table pies. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, see, that's my point is, like, I don't know. Yeah, I only I get eat it. really good pizza maybe, like, once a year. Oh. So you look like you eat it a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how are you feeling, Paul? Everything good? I'm good. Uh, very tired. You know, uh, we are starting up our second semester here. Yes. After the winter holidays. Terrible. And, oh, yeah. I'm just, it's like you're tired all over again. It's like, it's like the beginning of the year. It's like I none feel, of that mattered. Yeah, I feel sick. If listeners can't tell, I feel like, I feel like the Jewish side of my family comes out when I'm hungover and <laughs> I smoke too many cigarettes. I feel like my voice is all weird, so... I apologize for that. I don't feel great. Paul literally rolled me out of bed this morning. <laughs> yes, I forced you. Kicked, you. you kicked to, me out uh, of bed this morning. <laughs> well, come uh, on, darling. Time yes. for our podcast. Um, ah, that is weird to think probably. about. There are couples who have podcasts and just roll out of bed together. My yeah. uh, fiance and I have. Uh, she just last night was telling me an idea she had for a podcast, and. Uh, Yep. You guys should call it the Roll Out of Bed podcast. Oh, that's a good idea. Hey, you're welcome. You can have that. $100. In the future, everybody will have a podcast for 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, Paul. Yeah. Do you want to start the categories? Sure, sure. I'll, I'll, uh, now, this is not necessarily a light topic. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this will compliment yours. Well, we'll we'll be here for two hours. That's fine. Okay. So, uh, I've been thinking a lot about breakups recently, Mm -hmm. um, about, um, my, my, my own breakups because I am getting married, uh, next month. It seems like a stupid time to think of breakups. Exactly. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, and actually shit, I was thinking about breakups for another reason the other day and for the life of me, I don't remember why. Anyway, um, you watched but, the uh, breakup with that's right. uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, what's his name? Swingers. Big tall swinger, yeah. Swingers, yeah, yeah. God, but, Swinger uh, really dropped off the map. He doesn't do anything anymore, does he? Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Um, it's been a minute. Remember I mean, when he, he does was like, like America's bad boy sweetheart, sure. comedy guy. Right. Right. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, yeah, what is the last thing he's done? Probably. Uh, was the big thing was like Wedding Crashers. Oh no, that I was cared about go with uh, True Detective season two. He played that weird role. Did you ever watch that? Oh yeah, I mean, I watched like the first season a bit, and I, it was something I couldn't get into. Okay, and I heard that wasn't the second season like not good. Not good, yeah. Mm. And if you didn't like the first season, mm-hmm. I don't see how you would like the second because every like the first season, you're the first person I've ever heard who didn't <clears throat> like the first season. I mean, I I don't know. I, it felt like Emperor's New Clothing to me. Like, there's nothing there, there. Uh, a friend of mine was just, like, quoting her favorite quote from True Detective the other day. And I think maybe it's, like, its philosophy is diametrically opposed to mine. Oh, so, you're not a time is a flat circle, everything happens again sort of guy? Uh, I, I can get down with that. Her uh, Her quote had to do with, like, the futility of life and how... Um, oh, fuck. It was something about... 
how humans aren't supposed to have consciousness and that's going against nature and we should just accept being beasts like everything else and not oh, think God. that we're She's all... She's quoting like the last scene of the whole thing when he's like staring up into the cosmos, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah. Was weird... that not like summing up the entire show? Uh, maybe, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, that, that's why I like it. I think there's a lot to take away from it. Okay. Anyway, where yeah. were we? Breakups. Breakups. Yeah. Before, so, like, how, yeah. what, what, when I say a breakup, uh-huh. then... Uh, what, what's on your mind? Well, I have only ever had like four or five girlfriends, yeah. real girlfriends, yeah. um, real true life, not Pinocchio like <laughs> girlfriends. Right. Um, not plastic sheep. That's right. good to know. Um, and I want to say I, I'm about 50-50 of getting broken up with versus doing the breaking up. Interesting. Okay. I... um. Don't like breakups. No, well, I hate them. Who does? I don't know. Well, I feel like a lot of people. Really? Yeah. Some I, I, like I may have mentioned him on the show before, but I have an uncle and I love him. Yeah. But he's just one of. I feel like some people like strife and like. Uh, okay. Uh, what's it called? Drama. Uh, drama. Yes. Yeah. Like fighting and and the back and forth. And when you're in that, like we all know that sort of stuff can't sustain. So you're eventually going to break up. Yeah, but I feel like a breakup is so much more traumatic generally that even I would think the people who like – I agree with you about it, but I would think the people who like drama, even they have to say, you know, no, fuck no, I don't like a breakup. Really? No. I don't think consciously they would say it. Okay. I think subconsciously because – Admit it, like, admit it, Paul. I don't know why I put it like that. Uh, uh, honestly, though, don't you agree that, like, when you get broken up with, yeah. there's a certain level of, like, you're the center of attention. People treat you a little nicer. It's almost like the like the disease effect. I forget the term for it. But, like, I feel like some people subconsciously like, be, like being the, the wounded you know, lamb. I can afterwards. see that that might be a thing, but I guess I, my breakups when I've been the the, the dumpy, mm-hmm. um, I haven't. I mean, it's you know, it's painful. It sucks. You know, oh, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be the center of attention. I don't want that attention. I don't want people giving me attention for that. You know, I, I go when I've been broken up with. I generally like <clears throat> go off and hide for a minute. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I would say. I don't know. My first reaction is usually, and this is honesty because it's our podcast. My first reaction, even on the bad ones, is sweet. Now I have some more alone time. That's like (laughs) my first reaction. Yeah. Because that first, like, like the one most recently in my mind with Violet, like she broke up with me hours before she was supposed to show up and hang out for a weekend. Mm -hmm. So... It's easy for me to compartmentalize and be like, all right, well, I had all these plans, but now I can just get fucked up and do whatever I want all weekend. Yeah. And you know how I like my alone time, so that's perfectly fine with me. Okay. But then it's like, and this goes back to my whole philosophy that like I'm happy alone 95 to 99% of the time. But after a breakup, like when that time comes where you want somebody is really tough. At least yeah. that's how it is for me. Sure. Absolutely. I, I think probably more people are with you and that the, the pain is there the whole time. It yeah. just makes everything worse. Yeah. But I don't know. Like the last breakup, the days in school went by quicker because my mind was somewhere else. Yeah. Like I wasn't focused on work. It made work almost easier. Okay. Uh, but yeah, when you want to spend time with someone and you can't, and they just won't do it. It's it's rough. You don't get that very often in life. Yeah, I mean, it's it is like losing a limb sometimes. You know, it's like getting or, fired. Yeah, you know? like I've never been fired. So oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Paul. Sorry, I don't Jeez, know. What to no tell you're drowning in women throwing themselves up to get married. I'm over here getting dumped and fired. God damn. Look, if you aim for mediocrity, you're never going to be disappointed. So That's true. So you've been broken up with or been the breaker up or you say 50-50? Um, uh, slightly less, I think. Okay. I mean, the, the problem – well, no. Yeah, just about half. I'd say I've had – oh, no. Five serious girlfriends, three have broken up with me. Yeah. Um, the problem is 
the only three I was ever considering getting serious with were the ones who dumped me. Okay. And the ones who I did not care at all about. They were just pretty faces. Sure. I broke up with them. Yeah. And that really didn't bother me at all. Mm. Even though I don't like being the dumper either. Have you ever done that? Yes. Now, that, now, for me, I've only dumped somebody once, actually. Okay. So I've had, I'd say, before now, four serious relationships. So Beat I Beat you. Yeah, gotcha. there you go. Okay. Uh, I was dumped three times and uh, was the dumper once. Okay. And no, so that was not easy. How'd you, how'd you feel when you took a dump? Um, I mean, oh, like no, you normally do when you take a dump, you kind of feel <laughs> empty yeah. and relaxed uh, because Ooh, relaxed? obviously I did not feel. Relaxed. I think I've told this story before. Um, I was uh, enjoy. I'd been dating this girl for two years. Oh right. Um, yeah. I I knew it needed to end, but mm-hmm. I just hadn't like crystallized in my mind that I needed to break up with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was in Georgia for, uh, I was away for the summer for grad school mm-hmm. and I knew I had to break up with her when I came back. And like the entire drive back, I'm, you know, tense and under pressure. Wait, you stayed with her knowing you were going to break up with her all grad school all summer? Uh, well, because I didn't know I wanted to break up with her until I was away. Oh, okay. Like it was, you know, I, I But then kind once of, you were away, you stayed with her? Um, well, she came down to visit. Um, so and she came to visit while you knew you wanted to break up with her? Again, <laughs> even when she came to visit, uh-huh. I guess I wasn't 100% yet. It okay. took even like her coming to me seeing her again right. and then her leaving yeah. and my realizing, no, this is what's right. This is what I have to do. This is what I want to do. Okay. So it, it just took, it took a little process, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't have had her come down and see me, but I also didn't want to break up with her long distance. I didn't want to like right. phone call. Hey, you know, see you later. Yeah. I, I felt like I needed to see her in person, mm. but then that could have been like crazy arrogant. Maybe it would have been way easier on her to do it, uh, by phone because it was fucking brutal to break up in person. <laughs> Cause I show up and I've been away all summer yeah. and it's like, I'm so glad to see you. Oh, yeah. and like, um, hi, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now, have you ever had a, and I'm not one of those people who believes in, Oh, there's no such thing as an amicable breakup, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. They're mm-hmm. all messy and blah, blah, blah. Have you ever had a amicable like, or has one party been distraught? In my serious relationships, I would say one breakup was somewhat amicable. Um, this is a girl a couple years ago. You might remember the uh, the polyamorous girl I was dating, if I ever told you about her. Um, was she the one you brought to the beer fest at one time? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, okay. Anyway, anyway, um, she was somebody, uh, we started dating. Um, I kind of got distracted or I was, I think I've talked about this before. I was like, I don't, this girl likes me too much. And I backed off Mm -hmm. and then, uh, we reconnected a few months later. By the time we did, she had a primary boyfriend and was deciding she was polyamorous and wanted to date me as a secondary boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But, um, both me, I was kind of Can blind I just say, to sorry, it. Sorry, but yeah. this is yeah. really off topic. Sure, polyamorous. Uh-huh. Great name for a fantasy kingdom in a in a book series. Anyway, <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, both a combination of me trying to ignore that she had a primary boyfriend because uh-huh. I liked her so much. Yeah. And then also she liked me so much that she didn't tell me certain things or mm. didn't make certain things clear enough. Um, <laughs> I like that ration. She liked me so much. She was lying to me. Yeah. Hey, stuff. I mean, she <laughs> didn't want me to know <laughs> okay, about Paul. like, yeah, like she'd be spending time with her boyfriend, but wouldn't tell me because she didn't want me to feel like I was less special. Or I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, we broke up. And Wait, it was, so this is one of your serious ones that you're breaking up with? This is one you're counting as serious? I mean, I thought we were pretty serious at the time because okay. I didn't realize. Like, I, I guess my best way to describe this girl it. for like four six months. months oh, yeah. okay. okay. The be- it was heading towards serious. The okay. best way I can describe it is that I thought that. The, the primary boyfriend and I were more on equal terms. I okay. thought it was like uh, we're dating each other. Neither one of us is primary. I guess yeah. that's maybe what uh, she never told me was that she considered him her like primary that movie boyfriend. Savages. Never saw it. Oh, well, that's sort of what it's about. Okay. Two sharing Blake Lively. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, she was not Blake Lively. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I thought it was getting serious, um, and so I thought that maybe I, you know, was going to be the primary boyfriend in this mm-hmm. situation. Um, Something you want to put on the resume. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, so we broke up, and it was, it sucked at first, but she <clears> wanted to stay friends, 
And uh, I was open to it. And we're still like casual friends. Like yeah. we still talk every That's going to be no offense, but I'm sure you're all, um, well, no, that doesn't make sense. I'm sure you're over it now because you are engaged. Oh, yeah. To a wonderful lady and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So no offense or anything, but that probably was a tougher breakup than most because like every guy can play that. Uh, uh-huh. I see where you're going with ignorance this. Ignorance card. Right. Of, oh, she's right. going to be tore up too. And she's not going to get plowed for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> she got plowed that night. Oh, and <laughs> like, I mean, here's something yeah. super brutal. Yeah. Like when we broke up, you know, I was like, I, 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 I think you'd be happier with me. And yeah. uh, she said, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and, Paul. No, and here's the funny, the funny coda to this. It's the curtness. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, we got we uh, we hung out a few more times, you know. And like uh-huh. I said, and one time we hung out. Another time, she tells me, "Look, I'm still in love with you. Could we get back oh, together? I want to date again. I still love what you." What a confused person. She, uh, she was moving in with her boyfriend the next day when she asked me that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, and then that? she's also broken up with him since then. Oh, so sure. uh, yeah, I know. I've got this girl pegged. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, she she's she sounds she's like good. Bartleby the Scrivener. I no. would prefer not to. <laughs> That's what reminded me. She were like, "I love you." Like, I do not. I disagree. <laughs> well, I mean, she and that. I, I, I don't know. I think that. I think that polyamory is a. Well, a viable a option a for character. yeah, yeah, and I think that certain people take to it, and and like I have no doubt that she she felt she loved me, and she thought that she, this the other guy, you know, she had she had reasons, yeah. and then those reasons didn't pan out. I mean, she since told me that you know I'm the one that got away. This girl's a crazy know. person, Paul. Be glad well, you rid yourself. I'm not like story. having second thoughts. I'm not okay. like well, I am right. engaged, yes. but anyway. Um, it it so, reminds me of, I think this girl suffers from, and I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned it on here. I know I've talked about Doug Stanhope before on here, yeah. but he has one of the my favorite uh, realizations of life that I personally attain to yeah. is that better than, the best feeling on this planet that exists is that first few months of meeting somebody and starting to sleep sure. with them and beginning a relationship. And he yeah. says, and once we decide to get serious and committed or married, we're both agreeing, hey, let's never feel that good again the rest <laughs> of our lives. And I think this chick is just like, does not realize that things feel better and are and, and are the, the most effervescent and awesome at the beginning. And she's like letting that make her decisions for her. And then once she has to make a commitment and like think about the long term, then it's like, oh, no. And then later she'll be like, that's what this chick seems like to me. Maybe. Um, I don't know that that's entirely like I think there's more wrapped up in that. You know, like she she was married uh, before, but had been married for like 10 years, you know, so yeah. it wasn't a. You know, it wasn't a. She was married a year, and the right. the shine was off the the apple. And well, it may have been. We don't know that. Meh, you know, yeah, people but, stick together much longer than that. Yeah, but uh, wait, why do we start talking about my poly girlfriend? I don't know. You've brought her up twice now. Oh, I mean, we're <laughs> oh, breaking up. Just well, break no, up. I know, I know. But I, we were talking about the time I dumped somebody, and then where do we go from there? Well, anyway, uh, well, I was just curious about <laughs> you dumping versus being dumped. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, just how hard it was for you. Basically. I mean, it's generally, it's, it's, it's been way harder for me to be dumped. What is, do you have a most traumatic breakup? Um, yes, but only, I mean, in retrospect, it was, stu- it was my first serious girlfriend ever in college. Yeah. I'm getting, it's going to be mine too. And I think that's a pattern. And it was just stupid in the way it happened. It's because I never got a, uh, well, let me, let me, it's actually a pretty interesting story. Let okay. me just start from the beginning. There you go. Uh, I've been dating this girl uh, since soft, end of sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And she was gone for sophomore summer. Yeah. Then she went abroad. Mm. Then we started. You've talked about this yeah, before, so yeah. I, so we were serious, but I didn't see her very often, which was perfect for me. As yeah. I've said, I love my alone time. I love my time with the boys. <laughs> So Your that testicles. was great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, 
I like senior year, the weekend she came back. So mm-hmm. literally, I think it was the first n- night I had seen her since the summer. Oh, no, I gone up for her birthday. So I'd seen her like two weeks before. But back at college senior year, we went out the first night to this bar and everybody gets hammered at this bar. But it's mm-hmm. mostly a pregame bar. And I guess I got bl- I know I got blacked out because I don't remember the whole second rest of the night. <laughs> and I woke up alone and my phone was missing. And I was like, <laughs> I just had this feeling like this dread feeling. Yeah. And I went to work, didn't hear from her, got off work, went to her apartment. Some of our mutual friends were there. And as soon as I opened the door, I was like, Oh, something is wrong. here." (laughs) And she had to take me upstairs and she had to tell me like, Hey, guess what? Guess what? We broke up last night. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, we got a big fight. You said some terrible things to me. I said some terrible things to you and we broke up. And I was like, any chance of this not happening? Can I apologize? She was like, no, we're way past that. And I was like, well, what did I say? And never told me. Still to this day, I don't know why we broke up, what, anything about it. But she wow. Held, yeah, she held firm to that. So Now, I mean. But then she started dating a guy she went abroad with. Right, like, yeah, you told later, me that. Yeah. So, right, right. I think she was probably just looking for a way to get out, which made sense. She was a big city dweller and was moving back to New York City, and I didn't have money to move to New York City. So okay. what the fuck was going to happen, you know? Yeah, that's 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 pretty traumatic. Uh, yeah. That was my most traumatic one, but now looking back on it, I can laugh. I mean, that's... Oh, well, and mine too. So yeah. mine uh, was my first college girlfriend, mm. my first serious girlfriend. Um, we'd been friends, and then we got together, and we dated for like six months, honestly. And I mean, I was crazy in love. You mm. know, I thought it was the best thing ever. Mm. Um, now, Beyonce actually wrote that song crazy about you, That's right. right. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. Um, and, no, she was... <laughs> oh, man. What's the fucking Beyonce? It goes, baby, uh, I'm so crazy in love right now, uh, baby. What's the What's the one she put out like two years ago about being cheated on? Put a ring on out of lemonade. Yeah, lemonade. Okay. I was gonna joke that she wrote lemonade about oh. us, but it's too late now because that was terrible. Well, she covered your whole relationship. That's crazy right. in love was the start, of and then course. lemonade was the end. Yeah, okay. So she goes to Italy to study. Can we just uh, stop for a second? Imagine Beyonce so writing a a story album. What's it called? A uh, like a a rock opera, a yeah. song opera about like a forty year old white guy's relationship <laughs> in suburban America. I mean, there's uh, real pathos there. There is, real, you know. Absolutely. I'm not sure her fans would get it. it I would mean, be an artistic it, leap. If Lemonade was about me, yeah. you wouldn't know. That's you would true. just be still Lemonade, That's you know? That's so true. Let's be honest. It would be called uh, Root Beer with you, though, right? Don't you really like Root Beer? Don't I enjoy root a Root Beer. I'm having a Coke Zero right now. Oh, okay. But, uh, so maybe Coke Zero? So anyway, <laughs> anyway. she goes to, to Rome to study for the summer, and I go visit her um, after about a month. Oh, how romantic. Oh, yeah. And I, I get there, and automatically I know, like, something's off, mm-hmm. you know? She's just different. Mm-hmm. And after I'm there a few days... I'm finally like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And she, you know, breaks down. She says she wants to break up with me. She, she gives half me the Roman Legion. Uh, turns out she had. Um, <laughs> she basically gives me no explanation much, uh-huh. other than you know she just wants to break up. Yeah. Um, and then I end up staying there because I was supposed to be there for three weeks. So I still I'm, I'm there for like another <laughs> week and a half. Right. And uh, so I, I oh and the topper was uh, the airlines lost all my luggage. So <laughs> I got to joke when I got home. I was like, well, I lost my luggage yeah. and I lost my. Girlfriend, yeah, and everybody's like dying laughing yeah, until like I get to that in, part. Indie movie waiting to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've go go to room, lose your luggage, lose your. Now that's girlfriend. an independent movie, not an Indiana Jones movie. Well, I mean, he could try to go find my that's girlfriend, Marion Ravenwood. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was crazy because I just I never understood it at the time. You know, um, she then <laughs> never understood uh, how somebody could want somebody other than ourselves. Well, just that we, I, I in my mind, we right. had been so good and yeah. things had been so good right. and there'd, be, there'd never been any, like, mm-hmm. like we were in love, you know, right. but, uh, she, that next semester coming back to yeah. school, she got like crazy depressed, tried to kill herself, you know, explained that she couldn't explain it, <laughs> but she just woke up one day and her brain chemistry was different and she was not in love with me anymore. And... The thing was, this in the shit. end, um, she probably um, she she actually ended up dating a good friend of mine like uh-huh. a year later, um, and that was actually super super good. It helped me get over it, um, and it was you know it, I, I don't know if it was good for him. Honestly, sorry, yeah. but um, I mean I hope it was. I'm talking to you right now, <laughs> but um, anyway. Um, 
in in the end, I think I realized that you know she was never into me in the first place. Yeah, she was into this other guy, and um, the they yes, she was super hot. <laughs> That's for the why pope. she went to the Rome. And he was he had a girlfriend, but they like <sighs> made out. Um, uh-huh. And the night that they made out, she felt super guilty, and so she like hooked up with me, yeah. and then we we started dating for six months. So wow. it was more, I was like a distraction from another guy, basically, yeah. and I didn't know that for years later, oh, yeah. but you know. Um, whatever, you know, and it, it, it helped knowing that, but right. at the time it was just crazy. I didn't understand it cause we'd been friends and then we dated and that's all I was ever looking for, yeah. you know, but young love, you never quite understand it, but, uh, that's true. Now, and I guess the re- entire reason I brought this up yeah. is that yes, I'm getting married uh, next month, but I think that my, my fiance and I and I are, you know, I think this is it for sure. And yeah. she says it too, but there is obviously a little niggling part of my brain mm-hmm. that I've had breakups, uh, my, the one in college, um, the girl I dated uh, like a year ago, mm-hmm. that just kind of out of nowhere, they go, they mm-hmm. leave. And it's been there have been issues that maybe have been bubbling, but they were not things that I noticed or saw. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I hopefully I'm much better at reading my own relationship <laughs> now. But uh, see, that's why I don't think I, I can ever, will ever get into a serious relationship or marry. I think it's impossible to know that. I think, and I'm not trying to scare you. I don't want to scare you. I don't mm. want to put these thoughts in your head. But like, who is who is your fiance compared to these other girls? Like, you know, you can only know so much as somebody is willing to set forth. Maybe this, you know, any in my mind, any girl could be withholding the same stuff that made those other girls break up with you for seemingly no reason because to them it is a huge reason and maybe they're keeping it from you i i will always think there's stuff like that brewing underneath because people don't want to talk about it or admit it or they don't realize it or they don't know it well, what it comes down to is trust yeah. and and feeling like you do know somebody mm-hmm. and i I feel like I know my fiance and I feel like she knows me. But see, I think that's part of the problem is I know so many people and so many, almost everybody I know changes their mind and changes their feelings about stuff and changes who they are. Feelings change, people change. And obviously the idea in a long-term relationship is to change together and to communicate. And that's, I think, something that... I think that my previous relationships have lacked. Like I said, you know, me me ignoring uh, certain things because I don't want to face them and they not telling me things because they don't want, Mm -hmm. you know, me to feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, But I I know that my fiance and I have been crazily openly communicative. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about all kinds of, you know, things that I'd never have brought up with previous relationships. And I think that's a big key, but it's not going to be it. I mean, you know, maybe we should right away start making sure we're in couples counseling so that, you know, we make sure that we are communicating with each other and X, Y, Z. You're right. Because like there's a problem for me is like communication is not always communication. Just because you're talking doesn't mean what you're well, saying course. is honest. You you, know? Well, and I, what I mean is honest communication. But like, see, how do you know that? How do they know that? And that exactly. she's agreeing to marry me, you right. know? That's my But point. I think that there's it, it, trust. It comes down to trust. And certainly I know that, okay, I could pursue something privately mm-hmm. that would be breaking my fiance, my wife eventually's trust, right. but I'd be breaking that trust. That's something I do not want to do. Right. And so I'm being honest and she's being honest and you think, well, but, and here's the thing, you yeah. know, if she's not, then she's going to lose this relationship too. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I have been in that same spot of saying, but I don't want to get into people. a serious relationship because I don't trust that you're not going to hurt me. But the thing is, they're also trusting that you're not going to hurt them. And you know, there's mutually right, destruction. I don't think that's the way cheaters and people who don't know what they want think about things. Well, you know, like my buddy, I brought, I think I brought it up on here before, but like yeah. he had a wife who was a high school teacher and mm-hmm. like they were head over heels with each other yeah. in love and had a big wedding and blah, blah, blah. And she ended up banging a student and he had no idea that sure. was coming. Sure. And it's like, I don't know. It's, I'm sure she wasn't thinking, oh, if I do this, I'm going to ruin our relationship. Right. Like it was something that she wasn't admitting to herself. So she could have never been honest about it. You see what I'm saying? Um, Yes. It's like the worst part of ourselves. If we don't say it out loud, it's, we can deny it. So why, in my mind, why would that change? Like 
for somebody where the stakes are raised. Yeah. It's almost more of a reason to keep it hidden and not bring it out. But I hate people and don't trust them, so that's my mindset coming out. I mean, on the not that I'm and I mean I'm certainly not considering cheating. Right. But right. on that on that note, um, I will say that here's a conversation my girlfriend and I have had right. that, you know, if one of us ever, you know, did see something that we were interested in pursuing, we would talk to the other person and it would be open to discussion. You know, I'm not saying we're heading for an open marriage or polyamory or something. I understand. But but again, see my negativity, that's so much easier to say than do. Um, but here's the thing. It's so much easier to do that than to lie about it and hide it and break trust. You know, you think I, I absolutely think so. I think most people disagree. It's the same. as like, I don't disagree with you. I I do think that you're probably right. That most people, it's like, what is easier? Like putting up, with a fat, disgusting boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. and not hurting their feelings, or just coming out and saying, be like, hey, I would appreciate it if you worked out more, and like, because I'm starting to lose attraction to you, I think it would make our, like, that would be easier in the long term, but we don't do it because. And I and guess that. would be a bad example, but like. That, and all of a sudden, my topic of breakup has come to defending my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I feel very confident that yeah. I would have a more difficult conversation now because I, this is. So good that yeah. I want, I don't want to ruin this long term. Yeah. That I'm willing to do what I, you know, have the tough conversation now if I needed to, because I know what is coming. And I, and I, again, I'm saying I'm just trusting that she yeah. would do the same. And you know, I, I think I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have realized, oh, this is the girl I'm going to marry unless yeah. I'd come to the point of, oh, I can actually trust her. Right. Like, the girl yeah. I dated last year, I, wa- I-, I was thinking long-term about, mm, maybe we should get real serious and, yeah. and this would be good. But if you had sat me down and interrogated me, yeah. I would have had to say, oh, I don't trust her. Okay. You know, like, did I ever tell you the story about the letter I found? So I I'll tell you this remember. story about this girl, uh, yeah. this relationship, my last relationship. Um, it started off as a very casual thing, and I have to say, I just wasn't that into her. And yeah. I, I, I enjoyed hanging out with her. I liked, you know, but I, I, I wasn't crazy about her. Yeah. But she was kind of crazy about me, mm. and she just wanted to, to hang out, even just casually, fuck buddies, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we did that, but I did eventually kind of get roped in. Mm. Um, my family went through some health stuff. She stood yeah. by me in that, and you know, I was really taken by it and I, I kind of just got more into it and more into it and mm-hmm. finally I'm like well I've fallen for this girl um, and then about a month later uh, I borrow her laptop to get some work done yeah. and I open her laptop and right on her like not I didn't open anything I didn't go right, snooping yeah. there's a letter she's written to me like three months earlier uh-huh. that she never gave me that tells me what a horrible person I am and how she's never going to talk to me again and how I'm not cute and I'm not a good kisser wow and uh, I and she was just, and now I have to go to bed because kindergarten <laughs> starts tomorrow and I'm super excited about it so I, I have to tell her I'm person. like hey I, I found this letter and she flips out she's like I'm I'm so sorry. I never, yeah. I was upset with you because at the time I liked you so much, but you were being distant and oh God, you were wanting baby. to be casual. And I, I, I wrote this letter as venting and I never, you were never ever supposed to see it. Oh. Um, and, and so I was like, you know what? I was being a dick at the beginning of our relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm into this now. You seem to be into it. I, you know, I, I forget, you know, I forgive you. We move past this, whatever. Uh, but then, like a month later, she all, all out of nowhere, a day that uh, I had gone around and met like ten of her friends at mm-hmm. three different parties. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, she sits me down and goes, "And listen, before you go home tonight, I think we should see other people." <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like out of nowhere, yeah. it turns well, out Paul, that she'd been be seeing honest. this other guy to, who uh, Paul. Let's yeah. let's get down to brass tacks yeah. here. She said she wrote the letter three months ago. You opened the laptop. What was she editing it? Or, like, why? If it three months ago and she never wanted it, why was it open on Honestly, the Honestly, it yeah. was like she had a work laptop and a, uh-huh. a personal, and I'd never seen her use her personal. Like, mm-hmm. she had to find it out of a closet. So, actually, I would actually buy that okay. she hadn't even been on her laptop since then. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, she ended up telling me that uh, she had been, when I'd been casual with her, she'd mm-hmm. still been dating other people. Yeah. And this one guy had kind of stuck around, and they'd still been seeing each other. 
other, and she decided she wanted to see where that was going. So, and so out of nowhere, like I thought things were getting serious, but yeah. but then that fucking letter, I, that should have been a huge red, and it would yeah. have been in long term a huge red flag. Right. I hope. Okay. I hope somebody would have sat me down if right. she hadn't broken up. Yeah, you know. Well, and and a funny coda to this, yeah. um, I, she recently unblocked me on Twitter of all things. Okay. I'm like, oh, this is weird. I didn't I didn't know she had blocked me. I just all of a sudden start seeing shit again. Right. Yeah. And she's gotten engaged uh, to this dude. Uh, she, they got engaged uh, like three months ago. Yeah. And at the time, the dude goes, uh, I've had such an amazing year with this woman. I want to marry her. And I, I did the math. I was like, huh, a year, huh? <laughs> you think you've been dating this girl for a year, but she was seeing me for the first three months of your relationship. Interesting. Where do you think she was every weekend, buddy? Yeah. So anyway, anyway, whatever. Uh, just, I guess, as a capper for this, uh, my most recent breakup with uh, Violet, who I've mentioned on here before. Yeah. <clears throat> I've actually taken better than I thought I was going to because mm-hmm. I think in my mind I've decided that if I ever could settle down with somebody or get serious, this is probably the girl. Okay. And I have no qualms about waiting till later in life <clears throat> or, <clears throat> excuse me, if we change a little bit and find each other later. Yeah. I still am maybe stupid enough to think that might could maybe happen. Oh, with, uh, with Violet? Yes. So the breakup I'm not taking is as poorly Do you as, guys still talk? No. Okay. <laughs> but that is Do you mind well, my asking why did you break up? Um she has well again, I don't know how much I Again, this has to do with like trusting people. Yeah. And I've known this girl probably longer than I've known any girl that's been a close friend and or a girlfriend. Okay. Known her for so long. And I know that she is very much like me and very narcissistic and has no problem white lying about stuff to get herself out of things. And we're very, very much alike. But I, I so I'm going to tell you the reason. And there's. Sufficient evidence to back her up, but I just don't know if I believe it because I don't trust humans. Okay. She had a a boyfriend, and I'll let you decide if this was recent or not, but about two and a half years ago at this point, Uh uh, he killed himself. Oh, shit. Uh, It's up in the air whether or not it was on purpose or an accident. It was an overdose. Oh, but okay. so oh. they had gotten into a fight at a party. They were living together. Oh. She kind of like said, go home or something like that. He went oh. home and she found him and he was dead. Oh my God. And dude, she, so his best friend is a dick and I hate him Okay, because this guy was the best friend of the guy who died. So he tried to move in on her and was like, oh, we should be together. He would want us to. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Oh, oh. so yeah. she dated him on and off a little bit while she dated me on and off a little bit. Yeah. Then she was like, you know what? I was only dating him because I felt bad for him. And then we got serious. And then she just stopped. Oh, so you weren't the first person she did. She did date no, this other guy. No, she went right to the like, okay, okay. boyfriend. They consoled each other, I'm sure. Yeah. And then I kind of stole her from him. Oh, um, man. Yeah. And... Then she went back to him. Then we got serious. But then she uh, recently, this past spring, she broke up with me when she was supposed to come. And her reason was she's depressed. She never got over her ex-boyfriend. No, of course. Yeah. She is scared to get serious with somebody. You know, yeah. she, has, she has yet to, like, introduce anybody to her parents afterwards. Right. I think she feels a lot of the guilt of this guy dying. Of course. And uh, so that was her reason. And, yeah. like, who am I to say? You know, so... Oh, In my mind, man. I was like making her more depressed because I was making her forget her old boyfriend. Oh. So I have not been texting her because I don't want to make her feel bad. Like right. at the end of the day, she's more important that she's my friend than yeah. her girlfriend. Yeah. So I don't want to make her life more tough. Yeah. And of course, if you're not texting her, if you're not talking, like you're not friends at this point. I mean, I get. I mean, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Right, like, but no. Remember, Paul. I don't text anybody. I don't well, call anybody. That's a good like point. to me, but you haven't seen her either. Like she's she's back no, home, right? She's back home, and like yeah, that's why I had a rough time over the holidays because the first time like three holidays. Yeah, like she would intentionally every time I was at home, she would come out to the bars and meet me and like yeah. find me. And this time, like I guess she just avoided the bars. Oh, so I really don't know. Yeah, like. I don't know. I, I'm not going to text her because I don't want to make her feel bad. I told her at any time she can text me and stuff. But she's in this weird position where, and this is going to sound like shit talking, but it's really yeah. not, yeah. is uh, 
And it's what I like most about her probably is she does not adhere to societal norms. Okay. She's, you know, my age, she's 31 Uh and uh, she still lives in a house with like three other people. None of them are college graduates. They all work blue collar jobs. Okay. And I think she was kind of self-conscious about that. She would hate having me over because her friends are like alcoholics and idiots. And every weekend they Alcoholics still, and idiots, really. They yeah. have nothing in common with you. That's true. No. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they all go downtown like every weekend and still get blackout drunk and okay. stuff like that. And I think they all are just feeding off each other's negativity because they all were good friends with this kid who killed himself. Oh, man. And they all just get drunk and console each other and yeah. black out and repeat and wash and rinse. And so she never wanted me to introduce to, yeah. introduce me to these people and all that stuff. And I think she's just embarrassed about her life situation a little bit right now. Okay. And she's depressed about stuff. And Hey, that makes sense. But I mean, you know, my two cents. Yeah. Uh, you know, check up on her every once in a while, you know? I mean, yeah. you know, not, not, don't be like, oh, you know, hey, like, I'm here to bone. I'm here right, to take right. you back, you know, my I mean, love. I went to her but, work uh, one time and she wasn't there. And yeah. like, I texted her drunk one night to make sure she was alive. Well, that's like, not what I meant. But <laughs> Right. Exactly. I know. I'm an idiot. I had to apologize. No, no, no. I mean, but, you know. Uh, yeah. So it's. Don't stand outside her window with a boom box, you know? <laughs> no. Like, uh, she would hate that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that is, I mean, fuck, that is understandable. Yeah. But, but see, it's also been a couple of years and it's like, it, it's, I'm sure he wouldn't want her to, you know, be right. wallowing in self-destructive, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's interesting. And we both have such a morbid, like, it's going to be fine. But what connected it to us was the first time I started hitting on her was when I was back and he had killed himself probably six months before that. Okay. And I didn't know that. And I asked her and we were oh. out in the bar drunk together. Oh no. And I was like, Hey, what's going on? She was like, Oh nothing. I was like, you single now? She was like, yeah, my boyfriend like died. I'm like, Oh, and we both just started laughing. Like, cracking up laughing out loud and that's what like it's a good know, one that's what brought us together is like that we were laughing about it yeah and i think she she has that dark sense of humor but she didn't want to yeah, admit dark. how much right. it was hurting her yeah no so right, i think yeah. she wanted to keep up that like happy persona around me all the right. time and, which and when I she couldn't understand, when, when she the walls couldn't. come down yeah you know. exactly yeah but because like as i have been told by numerous women before for some reason not in a physical way but i am intimidating with how much I make fun of people and stuff sometimes. Okay. So girls are shy to be honest around me at times. Right. So I think that's what this girl had going on a little bit, which I I don't understand because I was not to pat myself on the back, but I was an amazing boyfriend. Oh, I I mean, we'll have to examine that another time. After 33 uh, years, I know how to uh, (laughs) knock this people off. Okay. I mean, when I try, I try, Paul. Well, breakups, you know, I I hope I have seen my last. I I think I have seen my last. I think I have too. I don't think I will ever date anybody serious (laughs) enough again, except maybe Violet, who I could definitely see breaking up with me again. So maybe that's not. Okay. Let's hold off on you. Let's, uh, let's, let's decide what else we got to talk about today. All right. uh, Um, (laughs) let's talk about, I cannot wait to see it. Let me flip over my Bill O'Reilly book before I bring this topic up. Uh, I want to talk about minorities, Paul. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. See, this is my problem right there. What pops into your mind, Paul? Minorities? Yeah, minorities. Uh, Racism. um, Okay. So, see, you immediately go towards skin color. That is not what I want to talk about today. Yes, that is one minority. Okay. 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 This is what I want to talk about. Uh Uh-huh. Minorities in all aspects of life because I have had a realization recently. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. What, what is wrong <laughs> with you, Paul? Just go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Let's hear what this is. <laughs> now, I, I'm not asking for pity or anything like that, but uh-huh. I just want to know if there's any any uh, uh, truth to be uh, truth to what I'm thinking about here. Yeah. Okay. Or I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but. If I let me ask you some questions and All let's right. see where you fall. Let's right? hear it. Yes. Uh, what race are you, Paul? Uh, Caucasian. Okay. So, yeah. in America, you are the the majority. Yes. In the world, are you a majority? I think no. minority, probably. Right. I. I yeah. Maybe. Okay. I guess. All right. Yeah. Male. You are a man. I'm cisgendered male. Yes. <laughs> Does that put you in a minority or majority of the world? 
Uh, it's pretty even, isn't pretty it? Pretty even, but yeah. I still think minority, right? I I don't know. I you think, think there are even. really. I thought there were more women in the world. I think it's uh, like fifty-one percent to forty-nine. Okay, that might be true. Yes. <laughs> okay. How about um, marriage, Paul? Do you want to get married? Yes. Okay. Majority. I guess. Do you want kids? Uh, it's more of a maybe. Okay. Yeah. If you did, you would be in the majority, right? Uh, maybe. Paul, I've done the research. This, All right, if you've done the research, true. okay. Right. I was, I'm trying to Google stuff real quick. Right, right. But yeah, okay. um, Do you get where I'm going at here? Are you a religious person? Uh, no. Okay, so minority. Okay. Do you see where I'm going with this? Are you, okay, I get. So you're going with you are the minority in many ways. I am going with, and I've. I have racked my brain about this. Uh-huh. I think I am a minority in every sense of the word, except my skin color in this country. Which, which, yeah, yeah, like that's a whole hill of different beans. I'm not uh-huh. talking about that. Uh-huh. I don't want to bring that up, and I know that's where your face was going, but <laughs> yes. that's not what I really wanted to talk about. Okay, like I want to talk about social groupings and stuff like that. And <clears throat> I just, I've been having. A tough time as I get older being excluded from a lot of things that I never thought I would be excluded from okay. because of this. Okay. And it's sort of opening my eyes to how just groups and the way society flows around being either in the majority or the minority mm-hmm. and how terrible it must be for actual groups that get disenfranchised and bigot bit have to deal with bigotry because of things they can't change. Like at the end of the day, I could say, Ooh, I do want to get married and boom, I'm in the majority. Yeah. Whereas somebody who, you know, is brown skin color cannot do that. Yeah. So it's much, much more unfortunate. But do you think there's any, like, do you think there's a study to be had in psychology about like depression amongst social minorities? Because like, I mean, just yesterday, I don't want to throw anybody in, under the bus, but like I found out from a coworker who normally I'm on a text chain with mm-hmm. that I'm just being left off of text chains now because I don't have kids and stuff and I can't be invited or like asked to come to these places. Wow, man. Yeah. Now I feel like in the super minority because I've never been on a text chain with coworkers. Oh, see, so, there you go. Right? Yeah, what the like, fuck, people? I don't, I don't I'm know not a bad guy. You. I'm about to get married. Let me into your fucking club. <laughs> right? God damn yeah, it. I, you're going to be in that club too, man. Yeah, they're see, still going to invite me. I'm not, uh, what the hell? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, do you think there's any validity to that? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, you, you are experiencing prejudice on your level. Yeah. You know, whether or not it's something to, to really focus on when so many, you know, prejudices out there, like you say, right. of, you know, prejudice against well, race. And I'm not trying to downplay any of that. Yeah. I just want to focus on the others for the sake of this podcast. Okay. So okay. I'm not trying to. Okay. I mean, that's right. Any disclaimer. That. Yes. Those are more important. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But the social ones. Have yeah. you ever felt excluded by like you know I guess maybe what made me think about it uh, get started with it all is and I wanted to do a, a episode about this and it's kind of a good place to bring it up is like the war on Christmas and stuff like that <laughs> yeah like motherfuckers the imaginary like war on 85% Christmas. of this country is Christian who the right. fuck is coming after your Christmas that's just the thing they're saying put the Christ back in Christmas um, and that's also ignorance, like uh, the people who are like fucking Xmas. Put the put the Christ back in Christmas. Well, early Christians used the the word Xmas really? because X is just the letter. It's the letter Chi in Greek, right, and yeah. it's what the word Christ starts with. Yeah. So they used that. Right. It was a, like a secret code more. Yeah. But yeah. So whatever. Well, I mean, just like you know, su- not even subtle things, but big things like you know. Uh, churches get tax uh, tax exemptions, uh, tax yeah. exemptions, and stuff like that. And you know, like married couples pay less on tax. It just seems like a world is set up for this ideal like person. And if you don't fit into that, those those majority social groups, you're left out of a lot of things. Well, I'd, I'd argue that there's things in place to encourage mm-hmm. uh, the what you're calling perfect person um, because. I would think the idea is anyway that they are uh, more helpful and beneficial to society. See, and but so, don't I, and I, I argue with one of our uh, coworkers. Let's call him the Cardinal. You probably know who I'm talking about. With such a <laughs> a uh, 
Catholic last name, the Cardinal? Uh, no. Who oh, no. About? We don't have anybody who we work with with a Catholic last name. I have to name. go through our name. Our, like, right. Give me a letter. Give me the initials. P. How about P? The last name is P? Last name starts with P. What's the first name? Oh, my gosh. Never mind. Anyway, the Cardinal. <laughs> give me the second letter. No. The Cardinal. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Duh. Okay, yes. Jesus Thank Christ. You. Yeah. The Cardinal yeah. is always arguing with me about that. It, he, you know, he's always making fun of me because, like, I don't know how to swing a hammer and I don't know how to, like, fix a doorknob. Okay. He's like, well, the, the man, you know, uh, what if society? I'm like, dude, have we not reached a point where men do not need to know how to change doorknobs anymore yeah. or fix, like, a, 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 a change the oil in our car? Are we not at a place where the perfect human to help society needs to have two kids anymore? Um, Probably, but... Like we have an overpopulation problem. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, you know, you you if you have kids, I know this is not a reason to have kids, but yeah. you've got somebody to take care of you when you're older. So you I know, mean, that's like be the a, old style of thinking. Yeah, but like you know, I, I I'm just tossing shit at the wall here. You're gonna be if you never get married and have kids. Yeah. You're gonna be more of a potential drain on society than. Well, that's why I'm going to kill myself before I get old, Paul. That Ugh. is <laughs> that there are solutions, there are logical steps on how to act accordingly. If you have a psychiatry degree, call in now. <laughs> so, oh this my! This is an gosh. intervention. See, so. now, yeah, you and these negative connotations. Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong with a healthy person exiting life once they are done with it. Yeah, but like that's a that's a whole other topic. What, oh, yeah, at what absolutely. point are you done with it? You know, um, like we could talk. I mean, you could be talking about assisted suicide with someone facing you know a fatal disease that's going to bring them nothing but pain, and that sure that's one thing. But like bored now, that's another issue altogether. You know? Yeah, yeah, I think. But I mean, boredom is a disease worse than any cancer on earth. I think. Let's talk to some cancer patients oh, first. And, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Um, but anyway, where were we going with this? <laughs> we were talking about uh, prejudice well, well, right. against you not having kids because now you're not getting invited to playtime. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, not just that, like all sorts of other things, the religion yeah. and the marriage. And I'm trying to think of... Like, uh, like, I guess. I mean, are you asking, do I think it's fair that you're being prejudiced against that you're single and don't have kids? No, I don't care whether it's fair or not. Life okay. isn't fair. That's not what I'm saying. I'm okay. just, I just, I've never heard anybody stop and talk about it before. It's, and I'm just like, as I get older, I have to hear all <laughs> these sob stories about how people like, oh, I can't find somebody or, oh, I want kids or something. Uh-huh. I'm thinking like, why, why? And most well, there's of the, tons of people who don't though. I mean. See, I, where are they, Paul? Uh, that's, okay, like, that, that's like Tinder? being, that's like being uh, black in North Dakota and being like, oh, there are black people out there. Like, all right, well, show me. Like, right here, there are not. I believe you. Right. But in my community where I live, there are not. You're not, yeah. I'm not seeing them. Well, because it's the community you're living in. I mean, I'm saying they're out there, but yeah. you have to go to where the single, childless people would more easily and you know more likely congregate. Right. So this is the town we are in. I have long complained that oh, this would be a fantastic place to live if you're in your 30s and 40s and have kids and you're married, but yeah. it's not a place for single people. But I guess, and I guess that's almost like another minority group is like. Living like having that viewpoint, but living in a small area or a small town. Yeah, you know? I yeah. guess that's just the dichotomy of the big city, small right. town. And that's thing. a choice. I mean, you could you oh, could at any time. You yeah, don't yeah. have a that's wife. That's why or I'm kids. not asking for sympathy. Or right. Not asking yeah. At any time, you could move fair. to Brooklyn or you know. Right. It's just I don't know. Up I thought it was own a curious topic shop. because we talk so much, and this is, and I guess this is a con- one connection I will make. We talk so much about religious and racial minorities. Yeah. And the reason we do is because yes, they're amplified the the negativity and how they're treated and the unfairness is amplified by uh, nth degree. Right. I'm not talking about but it like the fact this. that hold on, but the fact that minorities in general are getting any sort of like that's the problem. Yes, the racial and the the religious is much, much worse, but the real problem lies in making minorities feel different or bad about anything they're doing. Yeah. Like it's the minorities who like, 
I don't know. They're the, the, the free thinkers, in my opinion, the, the outliers, the, the non-sheep. Not, not that you can't make those <laughs> other decisions and not be a sheep. That's not what I'm saying. So, but, like, they should be celebrated. In this particular circumstance of mm-hmm. you not getting invited to things or being on a text chain because you don't have kids. Okay. Those like, are the two examples I can think of. I know. I'm, I'm just sitting saying. around crying. I know like, you're not. Yeah, I'm okay. just saying, like, in these particular – you're being prejudiced against because you're not bringing anything to the table. You're not bringing a kid to the table. In my opinion, you bring a kid to the table, you're taking things off the table. I don't want, but not like, for them. For right, they yes, who have kids, exactly, yeah. it's we need another person who has a kid. We need somebody else to play with our kids. Yes, we don't we know need. what – we don't We don't have anything fun or exciting to talk about anymore. So we have to watch our kids <laughs> rattle a fucking piece of plastic around and talk about how cute he is for three hours. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about, Paul. Yes, <laughs> and that's going to happen. You know? I know. It's fucking annoying, man. Well, and at that point, you know, you need to find a support group group. Um, you I know. don't like making new friends. <laughs> I don't like meeting people. I don't like learning new skills. <laughs> so, yes, no, it's an interesting, it's an interesting idea yeah. that... And I wanted more, re- like, introspection from you. Like, I know you've got to be minorities in some things, too, and I'm just, like... But I guess are you asking, do you? I feel... No, I don't feel bothered okay. by... Because, I, I mean, in, in so many major ways, I know I'm not the minority, and I don't, I don't Realize it, but I know it by not knowing it Uh because I'm not prejudiced against. Like, like I have so many privileges in this life as a cisgendered white male Mm -hmm. that. Why um, do you keep saying cis before it? Because that's that's I I am I am a male I am right yeah you just said it you didn't say cis before that time I still understood what you meant Uh, not everybody would really I'm I am I'm not identifying as non-binary or I think it's important now to make that distinction but what does it stand uh, for cis means this side. So I'm not I'm not a transgendered male. But what does it stand for? C I S or whatever you're saying. It doesn't stand for anything. It's a it's a Latin prefix. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, trans and cis. Okay. Cis is this side. Trans is over there. Gotcha. Yeah. Like uh, gotcha. In if you're if you're Roman and you're sitting uh-huh. in Italy, there is cisalpine Gaul and transalpine Gaul. Uh-huh. Gaul on this side of the Alps. Gaul on that side of the Alps. So it's uh, yeah. You didn't know it. You've not heard the word cisgendered. I have heard the the, the I've heard the. The term uh-huh. cis. Okay. But I've never pieced yeah, it cis together. whatever is this side over here. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, and yes. I'm in no way trying to step on toes or, uh, well, maybe I am taking a subtle shot, but okay. um, as a as a cis male mm-hmm. who, is, who is in a country of free, am I allowed to refer to myself as male or are people forcing me to say cis male? That's another topic that I've seen a lot of talk about recently. Like, nobody's allowing or forcing or not allowing you to do anything. You can say whatever okay, you right. want. Yeah. You might be judged by what you say. Well, right, but rightly. that's always been the case. I would much rather be judged by what I do. Call me weird. I don't know. Actions speak louder than words and all that. But, but like you can you can say whatever you want. <clears throat> like if you say I'm I'm a male. Like, yeah. You can you can say that, sure. Okay, I will. Yeah. yeah okay. I will. Okay. I will. okay. Good. Going yeah. forward. Yeah. Um, I did not no, I just like I, I have never heard that. Maybe oh. I don't hang out around with enough progressive people, but Well and, and then that's the thing. I, I know I don't hang out with enough uh, enough uh, enough minorities in other aspects that to, for me to truly realize what privilege I have walking around. So I guess I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the ways I'm prejudiced against because I'm not I'm not. And but you are just not to a terrible, life changing, unfortunate degree in which yeah. the others are. And that's sort of what I mean. That's the only reason I bring up a podcast because this podcast is meaningless in the big. Well, do you feel like it's an injustice? Like, <clears throat> because I, I would say no. I'm not saying an injustice. Okay. I'm not saying there should be some. So what are you worried about? No, <laughs> I, I'm not worried about anything. I'm just yeah. bringing it up because I find it interesting sure. to talk about. Nobody has ever said. You are minority, you single bachelor fuck. Actually, like, nobody- I think that there, there, there have been some, especially in like literary explorations, uh, pop culture explorations of, you know, being. I feel there's got to be some movie that I'm not thinking, some kind of like Owen Wilson movie where he's well, I mean, the even he's the wacky, crazy single guy. Well, you, and, me, you know, and Dupree. <laughs> Um, is that is that the a, one where he being? moves in with? Sure, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that there is. Hey, I, if I you're, you're telling right. me the apex of my life is being Owen Wilson and you, me, and Dupree, <laughs> sign me up, baby. <laughs> I think there have been some explorations of that. Topic. Oh, definitely, especially yeah. if you go back to like the old crone or the old hag, like you know the uh, yeah, like the old British, you know, the woman's got to get married. 
Uh, if she's not, she what sort of daughter is she? Sort of thing. Right. I am an old Elizabethan daughter who, who, is, <laughs> who is an old hag, and just no man will take her. Paul, oh, what a shame! Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I just find it interesting. Yeah. Uh, because I'm just noticing subtle things about it, and I'm not saying you know, like my and life just, is you, fine. It's life choices. You make a certain life choice, and all of a sudden, people yeah. treat you differently for you know. Yeah, like, um, you're right, uh, being engaged now, um, uh, my fiancé and I have gone to, you know, a couple of parties where it's all couples, right? you know, and I had to stop and be like, oh, weird, this is a couples party. Like, it didn't even occur to me that what, what parties I've not been invited to, right. I guess. See, so. to me, like, in my brain, it's like, if kids are invited or it's a couples thing, mm-hmm. those aren't parties. Like, those are, those are events. Like, <laughs> those are not parties. Wait, <clears throat> have there been specific, not, I'm not saying kid-centric things, but mm-hmm. have there been specific events that you haven't been invited to because you're not in a couple? Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, as okay. recently as New Year's. Really? Oh, was there yeah. was a New Year's party you weren't invited to? Uh, not a party, because again, Paul, these aren't parties, but they are, the majority of my friends are people I know getting together, uh-huh. and yeah, I'm not invited. Oh, because. that's weird. Uh, that's uh, super. Like, honestly, that's more just shitty on them. Really? Like, I think so. I think like if you're friends with these people, and like, is it was it the cardinal who? Uh, I'm sure he was probably there. Oh, okay, but he yeah. was he wasn't the host. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh. But was this somebody who's hosted parties that you'd gone to in the past? Yes. See, that's that's kind of shitty. Like, what the fuck? Uh. Why you know? Why but at is the same time I'm a weird fucking person, Paul? I wouldn't want to go to those things anyway. I just want the invite. <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, then that's the thing. Like, I don't get the invites to be truthful that uh, yeah. I I did at one point. But right, there was yeah. so many I didn't go to that yeah. I don't get the invites anymore. Yeah, but you so. don't seem like you care either. Nah, right. I mean, I was always doing something else. That's why I couldn't make right. it. So yeah. whatever. Exactly. So. Um, I wish I could think of more examples. I feel yeah. like I'm just complaining about like two specific <laughs> things, but. Oh, I mean, another one, and this one's going to make me sound really shitty, but, okay. you know, fuck off. Um, you are a minority also, Paul, because we are intelligent people living in America right now, which is the minority. And so, okay. Do you ever feel that one? Um, there's definitely, you Now, know, granted, our friends are on right. the more intelligent side. See, that's I'm the talking thing. About the people I surround myself public with. Public and stuff. Well, I don't go around, you know, you know, wearing my tweed blazer and. Uh, well, Are you I making do, fun of me right now? But I, <laughs> no, I was just saying last night how I need a tweed blazer. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm saying I don't go around with a sign being like I'm Professor So and So. No, so, you don't have to, and that's what's so scary about our country is like the, the five, nine out of every ten people you meet think that that's what being intelligent is. I mean, there's you know? absolutely a huge anti-intellectual, <laughs> you know, strain in this country. But right. How do you feel prejudiced against? Uh, personally, it's it's like, I, and, and it's not prejudiced against Paul. It's it's like being left out. It's like not having a a a society in which you feel like a round peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. And I understand I mean, not everybody deserves that. Not everybody I know gets that. that. You're, Life's not fair. You're an intelligent guy, but you could still go to the cornhole festivals. Is that what dumb people do? I don't know. What are cornhole festivals? You know, you know what cornhole is? That the game? game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dumb people play that. I hate That's that. That's what I'm saying. Game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> was it? Okay. Well, damn it. I had jokes like that, too, coming up. <laughs> now I can't remember them. <laughs> but, uh, no, oh, yeah. Like, if I go somewhere or, like, out to a bar or something and people are talking like the majority of people will talk about like reality TV or the Kardashians and I'm just like I have nothing to speak with you about that because there's no intelligence oh, so involved you, when you're in meeting those. random people at the bar you yeah mean, okay. stuff like that okay you know it's like most people talk and communicate about dumb pointless things okay so you, know? you feel in the minority yeah. yeah I mean that's you know one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast is because you're one of my more intelligent friends oh, and sitting around talking about stuff like this makes people better people I think yeah and versus you know who was voted off on Survivor last night like mm. I don't know go kill yourself I mean my see my reaction to all this even the not being invited to the party with kids is yeah. more like if there is something you don't want for for these types of uh, I'm still going to use the word prejudices, yeah, um, you can adapt. You know, you can't change your gender or your skin color. Well, you I can said change that your gender. Before. You can't change your skin color. You yeah. can't. I said but, that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying that like 
you know, the, the, the people at the bar, well, yeah. you know, you might not want to, but you could read up on the Kardashians. Not that, like, you have to know about them. Maybe, you know, you could right. at least have an opinion about them, you know? Yeah. Uh, you could, uh, you could show up to these parties you haven't been invited to and mm. suddenly you get the invites again. Right. You, know, you don't have a kid. Yeah. Uh, you know. True. How about uh, financially? Mm-hmm. Me and you don't concern ourselves too much with money and yeah. the, uh, what's it called? The, not shallowness, the materialistic uh-huh. goods in life and stuff like that. Wouldn't you say we're a minority in that in current day America? And yeah, I mean, I would say that... Yeah, I guess so. Right. I mean, we're pretty firmly middle class, I would guess. I don't yeah. know about you. Maybe you're, you, you've got some money. No, my family has I'm some I'm saying. Money. I am. Well, your family's not going to be around forever. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I was about to say we don't, I mean, I, I worry about money. like, and But certainly there's a millions and millions and millions of people who worry about money way more. You know, Right. I like, would say middle class are, is like the minority now, right? Probably. Yeah. You know, we're in the middle of the partial government shutdown, to tell yeah. you when we're recording this. And the shit that's going to uh, start to go down in the next week or so is fucked up. Like, Ooh, I know people on this. food stamps are not going to get food. What? Yeah. Or, really? Like, uh, that's what I understand. SNAP benefits are going to potentially run out very quickly. Oh. Snap! Yes, um, <laughs> and I mean I've got I don't know what Snap is. I've got plenty of friends who are you know about to be furloughed because mm-hmm. their their funding is running out. Yeah, and you know the fucking dumbass congressman, whoever it was, who yeah. said who who in their right mind in this country would be living check to check? What are you fucking? What kidding? are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus! These are Jesus. our these are our elected officials, motherfuckers. Yeah, you know mm. so. Where was I going with this? Uh, I, I don't feel in the minority. Yeah. Like if I were in the one percent, they're the minority, and they uh, and they run everything. Could you imagine that? How do these people not feel guilt? Jesus Christ! They sleep on big piles of money each night. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the whole thesis I'm trying to put out there is, uh, you know, stop treating all minorities shitty. Open your mind, people. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, you're right. I, if your people are, are not inviting you because you don't have a kid because you're single. I feel that shitty of them. They are being prejudiced against you, and that fucking sucks. Yeah, it so. does. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, like I said, I wish I could think of more examples. It's but, less. It's less. Well, no, I guess the ones that affect me more personally, and the ones that, that get under my skin more, are when my friends do it. But I just notice it out in in society. Too. Yeah, just yeah. Like, and that's where it's more frustrating. And I agree. And I so I agree with you. This thesis, you know, yeah. if there's a minority out there, yeah. treat them better, treat them right. Which really makes you stop and just feel even worse for actual well, downtrodden, uh, you know, unfairly treated minorities, both religious and racial across the world. It's fucking so stupid. It is. Yeah. And I mean, it's, again, a huge place of privilege to be able to say, oh, when I'm pre- uh, prejudiced against for not having a kid, now I can right. identify with racism. Yes. But if that helps you identify, if that helps anybody identify right. and yeah, yeah. realize the horrific nature uh, yeah. of, of prejudice, then yeah. 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 I'm with you. Any last thoughts, Paul? Um, prejudice sucks. Yes, it does. Uh, prejudice, prejudice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to tell people where they can find us, Paul? Sure. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Tell us uh, what we got right. Tell us where we got off the rails today. Uh, Twitter at edid podcast, and then find us on Facebook. Every day, I'm different. Write us any emails or thoughts you guys have at edidpodcast at gmail.com. I am Van Kelly for Paul Patrick. Guys, thanks for listening. See ya.